The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From Richard Flint International. Deep inside you, there's a power. A power you can use to meet every challenge, every roadblock, conquer every obstacle life throws at you. A power to be happy, fulfilled, successful. A power to be everything you want to be. Now, meet the man who wrote the book on human behavior. The man who can teach you how to unleash your own power to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Flint. Hey, Richard Flint here, and I want to welcome you to this hour of The Power to Be. You know what? I can't begin to tell you how much I look forward to spending time with you each week. Don't you love life? I mean, seriously, you think, well, everybody loves life, but they don't. Not everybody loves life, and you can tell by the way they treat it. And yes, life has its ups and downs, but getting up each day and knowing there is adventure in front of you is so exciting. That adventure for some is fun because it offers them the opportunity to continue to move their life forward. And in doing that, to discover all the greatness that is still there for them to experience. But you know what? For others... The adventure is actually defined as fear. It's based in the fear of the unknown. Those who don't enjoy the newness, the adventure, find themselves locked in a world of sameness. Oh, they may not enjoy the life they've designed, but they're not going to do anything to challenge it. (laughs) Do they ever think about a different life? Yes, but the fear of breaking out of their circle of sameness is too frightening. What they like to be able to do more than what they are doing, they'd love to have a different life. To have more than what they have. Or, you know, for a lot of them, to have a life that they feel is just going somewhere. The answer to all of this is yes. The challenge is there is one word they're not willing to deal with. You have any idea what that word is? (laughs) That word is change. When you mention that word to them, you can see their walls of resistance go up. You see, the thought of change brings fear to them. Here's what I've learned over the years in working with human behavior. Most want to improve their life as long as they don't have to change anything they do. Have you ever met that person? You want to know something? 
That person exists in all of us. I would bet that there have been times when an opportunity was put in front of you that would have allowed you to step towards something you had stated you wanted. But your uncertainty, your fear of the unknown opened up your fear of change. And you talked yourself out of doing it. For some years, months, even days later, the truth is they've regretted their decision. A couple of years ago, I was doing a breakout session at a convention where I was speaking, and my subject was change. When I finished, I was packing up when I turned and saw this man just standing there staring at me. (laughs) I smiled at him and said hello. I didn't even have a chance to get another word out when he looked at me and said with tears running down his face, I don't know whether to hug you or hit you. Hey, I said, if I have a voice in this, I choose the hug. He took a step forward with open arms and gave me a big hug. Listen to what he said. I was not coming this morning, but in my quiet time, this voice inside of me told me I had to be here. I've been struggling for years with my inability to make a decision. I would talk about what I wanted to do. The door would present itself to me and I would slam it as quickly as possible. I've been living in that state of personal depression because of that. As I look back at my life, I get so sad about what I could have done, but allowed the fear of taking a risk, that fear of change you were talking about, to consume my life. Richard, right now I'm standing at another of those doors, and my fear has been paralyzing me. My friend, today you have helped me understand why I have done that. But that all ended about 15 minutes ago. When you finished, I took a deep breath, got up, called the gentleman who had offered me the opportunity, and told him I would do it. I smiled and reached out my hand and said to him, I am so proud of you. He had this look on his face, and he said, I'm sort of proud of myself. But at the same time, I'm scared to death. I'm going to do this because I'm tired of of living as a scared rabbit. It's time for me to do something with this life. All I've done in the past is run. And if I don't do something, I'm going to run out of life. He hugged me one more time, started to walk away, turned and said, I really believe God put you here today for me. Thank you. If you wrestle with the fear of change or are wrestling with a decision you need to make, this show today is for you. You see, we're going to talk about 
embracing change. And if I put that word of change in front of you, what would you think? Would it be something that would excite you or would it be something that would frighten you? Hmm? You see, let's go back to what I said. Most people want to improve their life. What they don't want to do is have to change any aspect of their life to achieve the improvement. You ever been there? You ever talked about wanting more for your life? And then all of a sudden you found yourself dealing with the fact that you were going to have to change. And that one word, that word change, created a strong element of fear within you. You see, I believe as much as people desire to improve their life, the fear of change is stronger than their desire to improve. You do fight a battle every day. That battle is between your desire and your fear. And here's the interesting thing. One of those two is always going to win. And the winner gets control of your life. So if I was in your life right now, and you and I were taking an honest look at your life, are there places in your life where you need to improve, but the fear of change is holding you back? Are there things you want to do with your life? And inside of you, you really, 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 really want to do them. But the fear of change is holding you back. Let's put the question in front of us because it needs to be asked. What makes change so fearful? Let me walk you through the world of people that I have dealt with. And let's look at the most common reasons that I've dealt with of what makes change so fearful for people. First of all, it challenges their circle of sameness. Do you think we can get caught up in a world where every day we have to do what we've already done? Do you think we ever live in a world where we talk about what we would like to do? But to really do that, we'd have to break out of the routine of our life. And breaking out of that routine is frightful because in that routine, we have established who we are. And to break out of that, we've got to deal with who we can become. What makes change so fearful? In change, you have to face yourself. Do you know how challenging this is? You see, I have found that it's easier to be honest with other people than it is to be honest with yourself. You know how many people run from facing their self? I mean, they, they blame other people for their life. 
They avoid having time with their self. They don't deal with their issues. And every day that you don't face yourself, it is impossible for you to improve. What makes change so fearful? It always demands the truth. See, you understand this is why a lot of people can't be alone with their self, because alone with their self, they can't lie. And rather than face their self, rather than break free from that circle of sameness, they create this story that allows them to justify their circle of sameness that allows them to have a reason to stay where they are. Because, you see, another thing that makes change so fearful is that it never accepts justification. Change is about going forward. Change is about looking at yourself from the inside out, being honest about yourself. By facing yourself and knowing that you got to get out of that circle of sameness. What makes change so fearful? The guilt you wrestle with. Or I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of guilt in wanting to grow. And that guilt many times comes from other people who don't want you to improve. They don't want you to get better. So they keep dumping this guilt on you and you buy into it. What makes change so fearful? The emotional walls that will have to come down. You see, change is an emotion. And when you deal with change, you deal with all of the emotions that travel with it. You deal with that doubt. You deal with that skepticism. You deal with that uncertainty. You worry about what might happen or might not happen. So if you look at the things that make change fearful, the fact that it challenges your circle of sameness, you have to face yourself. It always demands the truth that never accepts justification. Guilt you will have to wrestle with and the emotional walls that you'll have to take down. Are any of these true about your life? Oh, you're, are you holding yourself a hostage because you're fearful about guilt? You see, my friend, facing the fear of change requires finding where your fear is coming from. you got to search. Directing your energy toward good, not bad. Addressing the fear issues one at a time. You can't put them all in a bowl and deal with them at once. you got to deal with them one at a time. Responding with confidence, not skepticism. And I'll tell you, that's easier for me to say than for most of you to do. Because to find where the fear is coming from, you got to go back. And you got to go back with honesty. You got to put your energy toward the good. You got to find the good in your life. And most of us are looking for the bad so we can justify. And you can only address one issue at a time. So that means what? I got to respond with confidence, not skepticism. Hey, as long as you fear change, 
you are trapped in the circle of sameness. And that that circle of sameness will make you a hostage. It'll wear you down. It'll wear you out. It'll make you miss the light that is there for you. And if you want more for your life, you got to break out of that circle of sameness. Because in that circle of sameness, you are trapped in yesterday. You're trapped in repeating. You're trapped in not being able to go forward. And if you want more out of your life, you got to face your life and understand, I've got to adjust who I am. And to adjust who you are, you got to break free of that circle of sameness and make change your friend. Now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about what's the purpose of change. You got to understand the purpose to break out of that circle of sameness. So stay right there. We're going to be right back. Want to know a secret? The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every morning is the perfect way to start your day. And listen to this. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute (laughs) could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Hey, want to know another secret? It just takes a minute to get Richard Flint's Morning Minute. Go to www.richardflint.com, then to the Resources drop-down menu at the top, and click on Get the Morning Minute. Oh, and by the way, you can enjoy the first 21 days of Richard's Morning Minute absolutely free. But uh, don't tell anybody I told you so. A Star Maker Magic Moment. Dorothy? I just wanted to say I sat with Wanda one of the days here for about 45 minutes. She sat with me, and the peace that comes from her is amazing. It just came out of her naturally and normally, and she said, I wasn't like this when I started. You'll get there. (laughs) Did you tell yourself, I want to be like that? Absolutely. Went back to the room, and Lou said, well, what did Wanda say? I said, I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to be like Wanda? Yes, I do. (laughs) Isn't that presence? July 17th through the 19th at the incredible PGA National Resort and Spa at beautiful Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Remember, there's a limited number of registrations, so do it now. Sign up at www.richardflint.com or call 1-800-368-8255 and ask for Denise. Come join the fam. Star Maker 2015. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about change. It's one of those words you really love, right? It's one of those words that can evoke emotions out of you. But yet, you can fight change all you want. 
But I'll tell you a little secret. You won't win. So, what's the purpose of change? Hmm? Everything has a purpose. And the purpose is why it exists in our life. And to me, there are six purposes to change. Number one, it creates an agenda for improvement. Got to have that. It halts that circle of sameness. It shows us the pathway out of it. The purpose of change is to address the real you. Not the you that's running away, but the authentic you. Purpose of change is to negate all your reasons and excuses. Because those reasons and excuses are what we use to justify staying in that circle of sameness. Let me tell you something about change. When you're willing to step outside that circle of sameness, and step into the unknown as adventure, it grants you a clearer vision of life. And I'll tell you probably one of the most powerful purposes of change. It eliminates reliving yesterday. Can you see where yesterday could be a trap? Can you see where yesterday can become a hiding place? Can you see where yesterday filled with fear can keep us from wanting to go forward because the fear becomes stronger than our desire? Now, listen to me. Improving your life can't happen without you embracing change. So let's define a couple of words. And in my definitions, always pay attention to the second word because this is where everything happens. Change, my definition, the emotional journey. You travel in order to understand what is happening in your life. And look at that second word. It's the emotional journey you travel. In order to understand what is happening in your life, what am I talking about? Your life is happening from your emotions up. And when your emotions get in between you and your desire, they can paralyze you. Change starts with your emotions. And those emotions work their way to your brain. The challenge is, folks, by the time it makes it to your mind, you've talked yourself out of implementing the stated need. How many times in your life have, told, have you told yourself, man, I'm going to do this? And by the time you stood up and started to go forward, you've talked yourself out of doing it. Improvement. Here's my definition. The mental journey you travel in order to understand what is happening in your life. Now, change is an emotional journey. Improvement is a mental journey. Why? Because your mind sets up there and it wants one thing for your life. It wants resolution. It wants growth. 
that wants you to go forward, that wants you to see beyond where you're standing. And it's always throwing the information at you. And it's always showing you the possibility. But you've got to desire it. And you've got to give your mind the freedom to dream. You see, improvement starts with your mind creating, through your imagination, a journey, an adventure, designed to improve your life. With your mind guiding the journey, you control your emotional reactions. So here's our challenge. When information comes to your life, there's only two ways it can enter. It enters through your emotions or your imagination. Now, hear me. The entrance point defines whether you face the information with fear or with clarity. And if I'm living from my emotions up, most of the time it's going to be what? It's going to be fear. If I'm living from my mind down, my mind will always show me the pathway to clarity. So you and I need to understand that in life there's a process to everything. Nothing in life does not have a process. And we need to understand that when it comes to change, there is a process. Change is not something that just happens. It's a process designed to do what? Improve your life. So it raises an interesting question. You wanting a better life. Is that something you just chat about? Or is it something you really want? You having a life that's out of that circle of sameness and moving forward, is it something you really want or something you just want to chat about? Because remember my three little words that to me are the foundation to everything that I teach. Behavior never lies. You see, the essence of truth is not what you talk about. The essence of truth is what you do. And if you want a life that's better than what you have, and it's really something you want, not something that you just talk about or something you try to convince yourself about, but it's something you really want, then you have to understand that that pathway to improvement means that you make change a part of the process. Because when you're wanting to improve and you're living from your mind down, there are emotions that support the change. But when you're living from your emotions up, and change is a part of what you're wrestling with. 
There are emotions that will attack you and not want you to improve. Listen to me. You run from change because of fear. Not a lack of desire. You run from change because of fear. Not a lack of desire. But here's the deeper part to that statement. Everything you think you're running from, mm -hmm, you are actually running toward. You can't run from change. You can deny it. You can fight it. But change is going to happen. And if it happens out of fear, it will cause you pain. It will cause you anguish. It will cause you to miss that purpose of that part of change being in your life. Because when you try to run from it, you know what you're doing? You're running from opportunity. And when you run from opportunity, you're running from improvement. Hear me. Until change becomes an acceptable part of your life, let me tell you what you're going to do. You're going to live by justifying sameness through excuses, through reasons. And you know what that's going to do? It's going to frustrate you. You know that to be true. It's going to set you up for disappointments. You know that's true. And when frustration and disappointment join forces... The result is anger. How many times have you been angry at you because you missed the opportunity? Hmm? How many times have frustrations and disappointments took control of your life? Man, you found yourself down on yourself. You find yourself not being happy. You find yourself talking about what you wished you had it done. And it's all there because you didn't make change an acceptable part of your life. And what you did, you gave into the fear if what the fear of what if rather than look at your life through what I can do. Been there? Hmm. So back to my question. Do you really, and I'm talking really, 
want to improve your life? Are you willing to face your life with the honesty it's going to require? That's what it's going to take. And you're going to have to look at yourself in the mirror. And you've got to determine, because as good as I am, I can't do it for you. You've got to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, is it time that I stop lying to myself? Is it time that I get honest with myself about my behavior? Is it time that I take a deep breath and step forward with the courage that will take me out of this circle of sameness? And folks, it only takes three seconds of courage. That's all it takes. So are you willing to do what it takes to move your life forward? Remember, change is an emotion. And when that emotion has to pass through fear, when change and fear join forces, the result is resistance. So if you really want to improve your life, you've got to learn the process of change. And that process has three steps to it. It has an ending. That could be a frightening word. It has to have regrouping. That could be a tough word. And then and only then, can you begin anew? Now, notice my word. I didn't say then and only then can you have a new beginning. That's where most people trip over their self. Once you've had the ending and the regrouping, only then, only at that point, can you begin anew. So, we're going to take a break, and, and we're going to come back, and we're going to walk through this three-step process of change, and we're going to come face-to-face -face of what you, to what you and I are going to have to do to break out of that circle of sameness, to tear that wall down and improve our life. So stay right there. We'll come back and deal with the process.
Behavior never lies. Think about it. You can't argue with it, can't dispute it, can't ignore it. You know it's absolute truth, and it applies to every person living on the planet. Behavior never lies. Written by the grassroots expert on human behavior himself. His name is Richard Flint. In this book, Richard gives you his insight into why this number one Flint philosophy is so important for all of us to understand. It's the book that won't let you off the hook. Because what Richard's saying is that if your words don't match your behavior, sorry, you're out of the game. Behavior never lies. Listen, if you're brave enough, get the book and read it. Go to richardflint.com or we really recommend you give Denise a call at 1-800-368-8255. Oh, and just for your information... If you really don't like to read that much, ask Denise about the audio excerpt version on Flash Drive. Behavior never lies. Isn't it about time you invited Richard Flint into your life? Last month was about family, and it couldn't have been a better topic. Every day, there was something that I was able to take and work on with my family. Sometimes I just kind of think about what it says, and then I realize it really does have something to do with my life every morning of every day. We love the morning minute. It's just a blessing to our lives to be able to give us a great thought to hang on to all day long. Just the morning minute for us, it just kind of sets the day for us. That's where we really like it. The Richard Flint Morning Minute in your email inbox every single morning. You can try it for 21 days absolutely free. The Richard Flint Morning Minute could make your day. Call toll-free 1-800-368-8255 or go to www.richardflint.com and get the Morning Minute. Hey, we're back and we're talking about change. And before we went to break, we laid out the three-step process of working through change and allowing it to become improvement in our life. There's an ending. There's a regrouping time. And then there's a time to begin anew. Listen to me. Most people want the beginning without going through the ending and the regrouping. (laughs) The process doesn't work that way. Without each step, there's only more sameness. All of life is a process. If you bypass any step, you destroy the process. You know what I believe? All of life is a puzzle. And that puzzle demands consistent redesigning. If you don't redesign, you're stuck in what is. That means you will miss what can be. So puzzle piece number one, an ending. Let me give you my definition of an ending. An ending is completing, not just finishing the events your life has been handed. See, here's what takes most people backward. They don't complete situations in their life. They they finish them, which means what? They take them to a certain point, and then they let them go. And they think that they're going to go away. Well, they're not going to go away. 
And how do you complete something? You see the process. You see the purpose. You find the lesson, and you implement it. Most struggle with life because they never complete events. They walk away with things unresolved. The result is a life filled with emotional ups and downs rather than a life free to move forward. Why is it that people fight endings? See if you're guilty of any of these, because I promise you there are a lot of you that you have things in your life you're hanging on to. There's the fear of what might be. If I really do this, if I really position myself to go forward, man, these things might happen. So fear takes over. Why do people fight endings? Because they're insecure with self. They don't trust their self. They don't believe in their self. Why do people fight endings? Because they grab them emotionally. Do you know we can become comfortable in the circle of sameness? And then when we one day we get strong and we say, I'm going forward, all of a sudden, all of that sameness, everything that you've made is a routine, it reaches out and it grabs you emotionally. And the fear can overwhelm you. Why do people fight endings? Because it holds them accountable. And let me tell you something. To go forward, you've got to face the lies you've told yourself. You've got to face your reasons. You've got to face your justification. And that's the last reason that people fight endings, because it requires confrontation. i got to get real with myself. You see, folks... Anything that is not ended has continuation. Now, what does that mean? It means all the emotions you have wrestled with are still present and still have the power to tear your life apart. And that's why so many times people take a step forward and then they run backwards. Because the emotions that are grounded in fear override their desire to go forward. And, and, and you got to end things. you got to have the commitment that you no longer want to live this way. And your desire to improve has to be stronger than your fear of change. So to end anything, what must you do? And I'm going to tell you something. Again, this is easier for me to say to you than it is many times for you to do it. To end anything, you've got to emotionally face it. Why am I afraid of doing this? Where's all this fear coming from? Why can't I step forward? Why can't I just let go of this fear? 
to end anything, you got to not allow fear to hold you hostage. How does it hold you hostage? It traps you in the circle of sameness. The fear says that what's beyond this circle is not good for you. And yet it's good for you. But the fear is so strong. To end anything, you must destroy yesterday's dominance over your life. How do I do that? You've got to come to a realization. Yesterday is a reference library, not a room to live in. Most of us stay in yesterday from fear. But when you can look at yesterday and find lessons, when you can look at yesterday and find victories, when you can look at yesterday and find success, it can't dominate your life. So endings require what? Emotionally completing the issue. I've watched so many people who can't go forward with a new relationship because they've never really ended the emotions of the previous relationship. I find so many people who can't go forward with a job because they haven't dealt effectively with the emotions they had with where they were. Emotionally, you've got to complete the issue. You've got to not give in to the fear of what if. What if is a dangerous game because there's no answer to it. You've got to do what is right for your life. Not what other people say is right, but what is right for your life. What is the thing that you need to do to improve yourself? Because endings require you invoking your right to improve. I have the right to be better. I have the right to have a great life. Endings? It requires never justifying what you know is wrong. It requires getting honest with yourself. Folks, anything that doesn't have an ending has continuation. So my question to you is simple. Are you tired of repeating the things that continually frustrate and exhaust your life? Are you tired enough with it that you're willing to do something about it? Are you willing to stand up? Break the shackles from the circle of sameness. Trust yourself and go forward to improve your life. Puzzle piece number two is regrouping. Regrouping is the time where alone with you, you'd redesign the plan for your life. No one can do it for you. This is something you have to do by yourself. So alone with you, you decide, what do I really want from my life? And that word really is critical. Most people have an opinion about what you need to do with your life. You know that? Reality is most of these people don't have a clue or really don't care about your life. They just want to own you. My definition of an opinion, it's words that are uttered without factual understanding. Why do you think most people avoid the regrouping time of spending time by their self? It's fearful for a lot of people. Why do they avoid it? They realize they'll have to face the mess they've created. They understand there are going to be emotions they're going to have to work through. 
It goes against the normal behavior of hiding. It requires you being personally honest. And by the way, it opens you up to what you haven't completed. It unveils the lies that you've been living. And it will force you to face the pain that you have avoided for years. Regrouping is your personal cleaning out time. You face the emotional stacks and walk through them one at a time. You ever gone through a time and just did spring cleaning where you went through and you looked at your your closet, you looked at things around you, and you decided, I'm going to get rid of all of this. See, that's what regrouping is. It's looking at your life, seeing the things that are holding you back. This is the most frightening part of the puzzle because alone with you, you have to be honest. So regrouping will provide you with positive moments to build on like that. Renewed respect for yourself, that's powerful. Order to your life, now you got a direction. Valuable personal insights because you're looking at yourself with truth. It's an investment in mental clarity. Gives you a direction. And it's emotional togetherness. Without regrouping, there can be no cleansing. Without the cleansing, you're only restacking issues, not completing them. So my question, are you tired of lying to yourself about what you're going to do with your life? Is it time you did the cleaning? Puzzle piece number three is the beginning. My definition. When with an ending and a regrouping time, you're now ready to break free of your circle of sameness and move forward with a new design that allows you to see beyond your clouds of confusion. Folks, you can't have a beginning. You cannot begin anew without an ending and a regrouping time. Most think that they can create newness without dealing with their incomplete issues. It's not true. Reality is all they're doing is another con job on their self, and they're going to end up sinking deeper into their sinkhole of sameness, their sinkhole of depression, their sinkhole of frustration. See, I believe this is the truth. Most people go to the grave never knowing what they could have achieved with their life. So if you and I want to begin anew, what do we need to do? Be honest with ourselves. Educate ourselves. Keep challenging our mind. Give yourself permission to be human and to grow. Invest in asking the right questions. Hey, no games can be played. No more procrastination. Invest in finding a mentor. Not being fearful to ask for help. Getting yourself organized. Staying centered on the mission of improving your life. You see, folks, beginnings are the oasis that give life the refreshment of renewal. So my question, how much of your life is based in a repetitive circle of sameness that really, 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 really frustrates you? Isn't it time you break free of that? Now, here's what I don't want you to forget. Change is an emotion and a very powerful emotion. When you fear change, you have to deal with all the other emotions that change brings to your life. As long as you are living your life emotions up, you'll not find the improvement that is waiting for you. 
But when you're living your life from your mind down, you're able, folks, you're able to control the fear emotions bring to you about change. Yes, they will challenge you. But as long as you're seeking the improvement, you will see the unknown as adventure. And in that, there's growth. So are you ready to embrace change? I really want to thank you for joining me today. You know, and if, if you would like to take this conversation a little deeper, deeper, I have a CD you need to listen to, Overcoming Life's Number One Obstacle, You. In my store on my website, richardflint.com. You'll find it listed for $69, but here's my offer to you, $19.95. Just go to richardflint.com backslash obstacle. And it's there for you. If you're serious about wanting more for your life, you've got to learn how to get out of your own way. And and I'm serious when I say this to you. If you have comments or questions you would like to ask me, folks, email me at solutions at richardflint.com. If you got something you're struggling with with this change, send it to me. Nobody reads my emails but me, and I'll help you. I will respond to you personally. Have you been to my website? You need to go. You need to see all the great things that we are doing at Richard Flint International. Because we're doing a lot of things that are absolutely awesome. So, until next Thursday at the same time, same channel here on Voice America Empowerment Channel, remember this. I just want you to remember... This is your life to design. And whatever that design is, is the life that you have. I'll see you next week. Any questions? Call our people at Richard Flint Productions. 1-800-368-8255. 1-800-368-8255. Or visit us at www.richardflint.com. And thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.